so much for tuning in to Freshman. I want to thank you this morning for tuning into another episode um, this wonderful and blessed Thursday morning. I hope you are having a wonderful day thus far. Morning, I should say, because we're not yet further on in the day. But anyway, I just wanted to come on here and quickly share a word that the Holy Spirit was on me this morning um, that, was kind of, that was really freeing to me. And um, he was saying, how many times um, have we live our lives based off a, a prophetic word in the sense where someone told you, like a pastor told you, a prophet or an apostle or someone prophesied over you and you live your life based off what they say, right? And many a times I've been guilty before where, you know, I've been in and, in and out with it. You know, not so much, but I was in and out with it because we, um, it's because of our, our lack of trust with God. So we tend to focus more on what the person is saying or what the, the prophet said to me or what someone said to me. And it can be also not just a prophetic word, but it can also be um, someone trying to, to, to lead you away from um, whatever it is that God intends for you to do, right? Somebody's trying to um, deter you and um, pull you away from the road of where God has you on to um, to do whatever it is that he has called you to do. So I was just sitting down and, you know, the Holy Spirit was just flowing through me and saying that oftentimes we, 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 we put ourselves in the way to um, become something that we're not. And um, we cannot, in, in, a, in a time like now, we cannot um, be so what I would say, so unbalanced in the sense when it comes on to our, our identity, the purpose that God has placed on us, and um, to really understand the purpose of what God said. Um, he said that he knows, that, um, Jeremiah 29 verse 11, he said, I know the thoughts I have for you, thoughts of good and not of harm. Thoughts of hope, right? To give you an expected end, right? It's not something to harm us. And what, what happened to a lot of us is that I think we love, we love attention and we love um, to be seen or we love for, for, for persons to validate us. And this is not how we're supposed to be living because at the end of the day, where does our confidence lies? Does it lie in, 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 um, in my friends or does it lie in, um, in God, right? If I'm going to be moving and doing all of these things and God gave me something to do or whatever, it cannot be my friend, it cannot be my family members, it cannot be nobody but um, but God himself and me doing whatever he has called me to do. Now, what happened to a lot of us, it, it, um, parts of us are missing, like we're not whole persons, we're not acting whole. So what, what's happening to a lot of us is that we, we tend to pick, 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 and like, um, you know, I wonder if this, when we come up with this conversation, I wonder, we can't discern. I think I was talking about this on the podcast. We can't discern um, carefully because we 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 are so open, right? We're so open to a lot of things without recognizing and saying, is this something that God wants me to do, right? So the actual thing that God wants you to do, you're not focused on it. You're timid, you're scared, you're all sorts of stuff because I'm so focused on the I'm focused either on the blessing or I'm, I'm focused on the prophetic word right and we cannot live our lives based off that it's impossible for us to do that people do it right and i don't know if they don't have if they sleep at night 
just as wholesome per the rich people or whatever they would be um you know checking their their bank accounts 24 7 to see if the money gone down how many money leave the bank accounts and all sorts of stuff i wouldn't want to live a life like that right but we did just as the holy spirit um the scripture said that the just shall live by faith there's no other way that we live we can't live by um the spirit of divination which is um basically almost like fortune telling right um persons are conjuring up or putting themselves in alignment with the wrong things i've said this yesterday the wrong things in order for them to move to the next level and then we are not able to see when god is ready to really um open um a blessing and bless us with something because we're so aligned to the wrong things right we can't see we're blinded right and it's just the same as how a soul tie a soul tie cause that a soul tie whether you do through um intercourse soul ties come through even conversations where your spirit you open your spirit to someone and your spirit is connected to their spirit or whatever and god if, if god doesn't want your spirit to connect to that person he's not gonna well sorry he um if you're not able to recognize it or identify it you're gonna continue living right and this person's spirit is in your spirit right and you're not able to function correctly because you have their spirit there right and it's the same as i said with soul tie i have a um a episode with soul tie where i've been through that where you know i had to go through so many deliverance when it comes down to that and god has been clearing the clutter moving things away from me because i'm that type of person in the sense where i used to cling a lot to people because you know you, you, you don't want to be alone right and it felt some type of way right being alone for so long and you know you meet people or whatever and you, you, you pull on them and you make them become idols before us right but one of the things that i'm so grateful for is the spirit of god that i just want to love on god so much more in this time i want to love on him i want him to lo- continue to love on me and i we will just build this wonderful relationship together that we can advance the kingdom of god that's just it right because everything externally those things are just additives those things are not that the final stance when it comes on to your life you can't be sitting around saying oh um i want the, 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 the husband i want the wife and this and that and then when it would listen i i do believe that the best blessings come unexpected they come when you, when you don't have a clue what's gonna happen you, you don't know right you don't know what the blessing you, you really don't have a clue maybe the holy spirit may rest something on you and, and tell you you know maybe you're in the season of such and such or whatever you just prepare yourself for that but what i mean with not knowing i don't want to know <laughs> i don't want to know certain things right because i love surprises when it comes down to god right the, the best blessings i believe is unexpected when you're not aware of it when you don't know what's coming you know what i'm saying you don't know exactly what's coming right and you're able to to, to receive in a way that god that, that, that god is glorified but when we are in a zone where i know what god is going to do it's almost as if to say that we take control of what god is doing right and god cannot come in right and he cannot trust you either so if god tells you something and he shows you something right that means he wants to he's trusting you with it when he tells you something right he's trusting you with it but you don't know exactly what's going to happen in that moment right and this is what we have to learn to is to appreciate and um 
stop telling, you know, speaking out certain things to others and telling people certain things because our, our mouth are gates, right? And when we start to talk about certain things that God himself wants his hand upon, right? He has his hand upon it. He doesn't want us to be in the middle of it. He wants to ensure that we are out of the way, we're focused on our purpose, and we're locked in with him, that regardless if blessing come or not, I'm locked in with God, regardless. That is what I'm saying. I'm not going to leave him because of a blessing. I'm not going to leave my purpose and abandon my purpose just because I, got, I get a blessing, right? It's supposed to be a case that this, this thing, blessing is coming, supposed to enhance the journey that I'm on. It's not supposed to come and complete me and that's it and then I'm just gone and I'm done. I'm not doing no purpose. I'm not doing anything else. I'm just done. It's supposed to ignite something in me. It's supposed to help me, right, to go further on in my destiny, right? But as per usual, I um, have a scripture that I wanted to share with you first because this is this is um, the spirit of Sambat and Tobiah, right? And this is taken from um, Nehemiah, right? So I don't know if most of you guys know the story. Um, to my unsaved friends, you know, they, you have um, a story with um, with Nehemiah, right? He was rebuilding the, the wall, right? There were there were walls that were were torn down, right, in the city, and he got the instruction um, from the Lord to go ahead and rebuild the walls, right? So you have a uh, two sets of persons who kept sending letters, right, and, and coming to scare um, Nehemiah away from doing whatever it is God has called him to do. So they bring stories, they bring all sorts of stuff to distract him, to get him off, because we have to understand that the distraction is not going to come with something that you may fully can, um, what I would say, identify, and this is why we need the spirit of discernment right it comes cunning and it comes subtle and you have to be in the spirit to recognize that something is wrong so they came and they were trying to take him off the wall telling him to stop and all sorts of stuff one of them came and tried to scare him away telling him how um you know he, he needs to come in the temple because they're sending letters to whatever to come and kill him and he said that he's not going right and he continued and he pursued building the wall right and that's the question what is it that you're building that the enemy is trying to come at you with people coming at you with things old memories old flings old whatever it is to come and stop you from getting whatever god has for you right coming and planting seeds and saying stuff that are not true right and allowing you to to to, to doubt god for what god said right because that's one of the main the main focus that's that's what the enemy does at all times if he can't get you to do um, certain things to get you to doubt God, right? He can't get you to go and, and steal or rob a bank or whatever. He's going to allow you to doubt God. And that's where the biggest planting of the seed is when it comes down to the enemy, right? We have to be careful when it comes down to our connections with people. Who are we connected to? Who are we um, speaking to? Because if they're not speaking life and if they're not coming with the right motives, they're not praying, they're not, they're not praying people like, really praying right or interceding they're not they're not um encouraging you or whatever case it might be then you know what i'm saying it's almost as if to say um these people come to take something from you right without even realizing it but we have to understand there's so much that is going on right now in the world right there's so much that is going on in the world distraction like crazy 
right? We're tempted left, right, and center as believers. But at the end of the day, right, we have to start recognizing that we have a real, yes, there's a real devil, but there's also a real God that we have to be focused, focused on him. We can't be focused on all sorts of other things. Our focus, even though you may be at work or somewhere else, people might look at you and say, oh, you're at work and you're just at peace or whatever because I'm focused. I don't need to put on this religious cap to be focused on God, right? Just as the same when it comes on to fasting. No one has to know that I'm on fasting, right? Because the scripture also tells you that you don't need to present yourself as if to say you want everybody to know that you're fasting. It's something private. It's a private thing for, with me and God. No one has to know that I'm, I'm fasting. You know what I'm saying? It's not something to, to, to blow an alarm for because it's a lifestyle, right? But I wanted to leave this scripture and it says Nehemiah 6 verse 16. It said, when, and this is from the Amplified Version. It said, when all our enemies heard about it and all the Gentile nations around us saw it, they lost their confidence for they recognized that this work had been accomplished with the help of our God, right? Some persons will, will, will come and try because the work that you have, I think I was reading the scripture the other day. I don't remember um, if it's in Romans 10, which was telling us that our work will be tried, right? It will be tried by fire. And whatever it is that um, that is not of God, it's going to burn it up, right? It's going to burn up. Whatever it is of God is going to remain. So what is it that we're building? What is it that God has tell, told us to build? And then we allow people to come in and say stuff and, and try to stop you, try to tell you, no, this is the way it's supposed to be done. This is the way it's supposed to do, do, and all sorts of stuff, right? And you know what you and God have, right? God told me to do such and such. Why am I telling X, Y, and Z? All different kind of people, right? It's supposed to be between you and God, right? And then when the Lord ready to, to, to release and he's ready to open certain things, he allows it to be open that persons can get to partake of whatever it is that you have produced. That's basically it, right? So the, the, the enemies came and what? They stumbled and fell, right? The enemies came and they lost their confidence, yeah? Because some person's confidence is not rooted in Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Their confidence is not in Christ. Their confidence is in the prophetic word. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Their, their confidence is in the prophetic word and the blessing. Their confidence is not in God completely. Like to say, I have confidence in God. No one needs to tell me that I'm beautiful. No one needs to tell me that I'm a queen. No one needs to tell me that such and such. None of that. Because my confidence is in God. Right? So when the enemy recognizes that, look, you're trying and you're doing all of these things you're gonna fall and your confidence is just way low right because you need to come at me to be boosted oh my god thank you holy ghost you need to come at me or come to stall me in order for your ego and for your confidence to be boosted that's it you understand but it's high time that we recognize that look there's more to it than that there's more room in the kingdom for every single person there's no jealousy there should not be no jealousy and if even if persons want to be jealous that's fine with them i don't really care in proverbs 25 it tells you that look love your enemies feed them when they're hungry this will pile up um heap of coals on top of their head you know what i'm saying i'm not pleasing anyone but god right this is not about um 
this superficial type of behavior or I'm trying to get likes, I'm trying to get face, I'm trying to get attention or whatever case it might be. I'm just being obedient to my Lord. That's it. Nothing else. And I'm super grateful that I'm taking it in, in a pace and moment by moment, precepts upon precepts and allowing God to use me accordingly to how he wants me to be used. I'm not, I'm not out here trying to be used by people. I'm out here trying to be used by my father, right? And it's not just about using. It's a part of it to say that I'm being for my Lord. I'm just being, right? It's a, I'm being, I'm just, I'm just there being for him. It's not, it's not a, a, a rough thing to say and a rigid thing like he's want, wanting to come and throw down on me and say, oh, I'm going to use you and that's it. You know, it's more about a lifestyle to understand that there's a flow. There's a flow with him, right? He makes it so easy to love him and follow him. You understand what I'm saying? And this is what God intends for all of us to do. Learn and appreciate and know that look, God is with us and God is for us, right? Um, I was also reading 2 Chronicles 5 verse 11, and this is from the Amplified Version, talking about Solomon when he was... When he finished, this is another another task that he had. Um, uh, another task, a task I should say, from another um, person in the Bible. Solomon, he was um, rebuilding the temple, right? And the temple was finished, and um, he was putting in all the things that was needed. And one of the the, the verses that stood out to me was um, verse eleven. So it's Second Chronicles, verse five, um, verse eleven. Um, when the priest came out of the holy place, for all the priests who were present had sanctified themselves, separating themselves from everything unclean without regard to their assigned divisions. Um, verse 14, it said, So that the priest could not remain standing to minister because of the cloud, for the glory and brilliance of the Lord filled the host. I think I want to read the verse before that. Um, verse 13 right so everything had to be in order in order for um, certain things to flow right um, in let me see so that was 2nd Chronicles 2nd Chronicles verse five, um, chapter 5 okay verse 13 okay um, yeah verse 13 it's very the amplified version has it very long um yeah so verse yeah it's verse 13 so it said in unison when the trumpeters and singers were to make themselves heard with one voice praising and thanking the lord and when they raised their voices accompanied by the trumpets and cymbals and other instruments of music and when they praised the lord saying for he is good for his mercy and loving kindness endure forever then the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud. And verse 14, when I was um, about to read that, so the priest could not remain standing to minister because of the cloud, for the glory and brilliance of the Lord filled the house of God. Right? This is one accord. And it's the same way as what I was saying before that your eyes cannot be. The priests sanctified themselves. Sanctification means separate. They separated themselves, my God. They separated themselves from everything unclean, everything that would have caused your spirit and themselves to um, not 
be the, the representative of who God wants them to be, right? Many a times we do that. We get hooked in certain relationships. We get hooked with certain friendships. We get hooked on certain things, you know, and, and we start to um, consume so many things that are unclean that the spirit of the Lord cannot move. He cannot do what he says that he wants to do, right? He wants to bless you. He wants to give you everything that he said years ago, right? Maybe 10 years ago, 20 years ago. It doesn't matter what time, but because of delays, constant delays and situations after situations, we're not able to get whatever God has for us. But today I'm truly praying for every person that's listening to this, this, um, this podcast, whatever situation that you're going um, through, part two right i pray that the lord the hand of the lord right you will hear and not just the hand pardon me holy spirit you will hear the voice of god telling you ask the lord what it is it that, that, that i need to let go of what is it or who i need to let go of right um so i can move forward in order to see the blessing and see the not just to see the blessing but to honor god that when I see the blessing, it's not going to be a case where I'm so agitated and anxious or whatever, but to see the blessing and see the blessing for what it is, right? And to say, it's because my Lord has been good why he's blessing me in this area. It's because God has been faithful, not me. Many a times we think that it's our faith. It has nothing to do, my God. It has nothing to do with our faithfulness. Our little efforts are nothing compared to what God has in store for us. Nothing. The little obedience when he, when he tells you to move at one thing and we, we, we throw a tantrum and we realize that it, 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 it's needed for our soul. God wants us to be a part of this, right? And we have to understand that when God is opening that door, you won't be aware in the full length why or how the door is open. You're not going to know. And the only way you would recognize that is to get in alignment with God, to recognize that this is what God said, Right? And he opened the door before you. Behold, he opened the door that no man can shut. He closes doors that no man can open. Not even your very self can open it. Right? But once, once he opened a door, my God, that door, door remains open to him. Right? He allows it to open. And you don't need to work. Like you have to be doing all of these works in order for that door to, to, to remain. Or I have to you know, do all of these things and um, to get the attention of this door. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what kind of door you have. I don't need to do all of those things in order for God to really and truly bless me in certain areas, right? We need to stop all of that mess. Stop focusing on the blessing. Stop focusing on the prophetic word. I'm telling you, I can tell you from someone that I've been there, water the prophetic word. And when I mean by prophetic, watering the prophetic workers, remember that it's a seed. When they pro- prophesy over you, it's a seed. You water it with the word of God until the time of harvest, right? And when you, you remain in Christ and you remain in God, right? You start to bear fruit. Abide in me and I'll abide in you. Yeah? Remain in me and I remain in you. Right? Because without me, you cannot bear, you cannot bear no fruit. And that's what God intends for us. So we want a blessing, my God. And we want it outside of the will of God, right? We want it outside of what he says. We want it based off our own efforts, right? And not realizing that I don't need your help. God don't need no help to bless us with anything. He's just, he's just needing your heart and your focusedness to him. Knowing that, look, he's in control, not us. 
we don't have no control in our hands feet nowhere we don't have no strength to do nothing we don't have no power we just need to leave it to god we're nobody without him right but i just wanted to leave that with you guys it's second chronicles first um chapter five and nehemiah six these are all from the amplified version you can read it from the king james version or whatever version that the holy spirit leads you to right but i want to thank you guys um for listening all ways <laughs> you know and i thank god for you guys and i will continue to pray you know that the lord will continue to lead you you know lead you to all truth lead you to a, a bible believing church lead you to whatever it is that he says that you should go right but i leave that with you guys and i thank you so much for listening bye-bye